Welcome to Wine with Witches. I'm Megan. And I'm Nicole. And we are here to chat about our magical practices. From shiny rocks. To our favorite fermented grapes. And all things metaphysical. You'll hear about how we apply our practices in our businesses and everyday lives to enrich the lives of those around us and ourselves. To join the conversation online and get updates on Wine with Witches, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Episodes are sponsored by thekeepdowntown.com. Let's decant some magic. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Welcome, Wine with Witches. This is Megan. And this is Nicole. And we are coming to you live from the Keep Downtown. Dot com. <laughs> Dot com. It's Can't the most that. important part. Shout out to our, our BF Crystal for the tagline. It's it's hers and hers alone. I hope she's listening right now. <laughs> Maybe. Otherwise, this is worth nothing. <laughs> it's worth nothing if Crystal's not listening. You hear us? <laughs> Crystal Berry, a.k.a. Fried Berry. <laughs> I never she put those fried two things. Did she just do that? <laughs> okay, that was an inside joke. Let's move on. Okay, okay, okay. Crystal will tell you about Fried Berry later. Welcome, everyone, this evening. Nicole. This is your fault. It's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so... I want to I want to preface this episode with a little disclaimer of um, we went and watched our uh, such a wonderfully acclaimed and great friend of ours, Becky Sin, play downtown uh, at Bank Street before we decided to record our episode, which I don't regret in the least because she's just phenomenal. Brilliant. And to hear her live without much of interaction and audience like too much like you know interruption there was it was really great because a lot of times when she plays at the shop it's you know there's there's a hustle and bustle and people are pulling us aside so we get to really sit and enjoy listening to her which is always fantastic um but megan decided it would be a great decision to drink some uh floridian mules megan megan i think nicole had that on mm, order when i arrived think that i'm gonna put this on megan <laughs> fine at least when i go home Blame me. um <laughs> <laughs> tell your husband it was my fault well, it's yeah, fine it's, you know um but yeah no we we we've been we've been enjoying some time pre-planning and uh, having some discussion before this episode, which is always productive and enjoyable and uh, a great testament to our friendship. Yes. And in fact, it's interesting. I hadn't thought about this before we started talking, but Becky, who we saw play this evening, is playing here at thekeepdowntown.com this Friday which is interesting because tonight's episode, we are going to be talking a lot about symbols and symbolism mm -hmm. in uh, witchcraft and paganism and just general lore. Um, but Becky is playing this weekend on Friday the 13th, which mm -hmm. is also a symbol of itself. And she how often- How did we forget about this she, before recording? Jeez. I don't know how we've done this, but she often plays on Friday the 13th here, and we consider it a lucky number. 
a lucky symbol. Yeah. I love Friday the 13th. My best friend on earth was born on Friday the, thir- the, the 13th. <clears throat> Excuse me. You didn't have three Moscow mules either. No, I didn't have a single <laughs> drink. And I'm not currently drinking uh, the Tattoo Girl, which we'll talk about in a second. But <laughs> before we dive into that, we ha- obviously are wrapping up our Lionsgate Leo New Moon experience. So we wanted to uh-huh. talk a little bit about that, right? I don't know what it was like for you because, quite frankly, I think the past few days we've been both so busy with work life, professional life, whatever, we, we've just kind of dived into that. But I know that my uh, Saturday into Sunday ritual work was super illuminating for me. I've had just some personal circumstances going on and uh, some pretty heavy stuff that was transpiring. And for me, I had um, a couple of things that came out of it, especially just from really intentional tarot pulls and um, intuition that I felt was a lot more, uh, I don't know, I guess resonating than usual. Okay. Um, and, and I, and I know that that's kind of in line with the Lionsgate portal in general, as you know, I'm very in tune with Hecate and new moon ritual in general, but I felt like this one was different. Yeah. Um, there was a sense of uneasiness that came with it. And I think that that's okay, right? Like it doesn't always have to be like, not everything can feel good all the time. Yeah. It was an uneasiness that shook me in a good way. I think that there was a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. even like on ourselves in our position as like curators of the witchcraft here, even in this podcast forum and amongst friends that um, this new moon in Lionsgate is always going to open up some you know, you're going to have some epiphany that's going to change your life or, you know, some, some, uh, action that you take during this time is going to, you know, have ripples in your future and, and as you're planning in your business life, and that can be intimidating and it can leave, um, some stray sort of anxious feelings around your practices and your intentions as you set them and all of that. And, I totally understand where you're coming from with that for sure. Yeah, def- definitely felt that. What what about you? What was so your takeaway? So I went into a total like fury of cleaning, <laughs> purging, yeah, clearing yeah. the space. I honestly wasn't even really intending it, but as soon as I woke up on like Sunday morning, I started cleaning my porch, clearing yeah. out this space. I, I, I have that, you've been on my back porch. I have a, that big bird cage out there. That's yeah. kind of like, it's the intention of that cage has to been to be a place to hold like plants and herbs and other things that I want to incorporate into my own like practices. Yeah. And I've just never taken it there because it's always just kind of a mess out there. So I just dug into cleaning that and then Mark and I did a couple other house projects and it felt so fulfilling. And I really did feel like I was like cleansing my space in a real physical, tangible way, not just metaphysically or just in my mind clearing space or setting yeah. some mental intention. I really put my hands like in the work this weekend and I felt really, really good about it. That's awesome. That's a good place to be. Yeah. I know you broke a couple things in the process, uh, but we won't go there, but. Uh, yeah. 
hey, <laughs> talk about creating space for hey. new and exciting things. You know, sometimes it's just time to let things go. And if that means they're broken into a, a, a billion smithereens, then that's the way you have to let things go. So... <laughs> Listen, nothing that a, a good glass of wine can't fix. Exactly. So tonight we are diving into a new wine for both of us, which we're really, really excited about. It is from Columbia Valley. We're drinking a 2008 Cabernet called Tattoo Girl. And we've 2018. got- 2018. I'm sorry. That's a decade difference. 2018. Just want to call out that we're not that expensive. <laughs> Not for this show. I mean, we will dabble. A different day. Sure, but. sure. Yeah, you put a big juicy stick in front of me, I'll pop my 2008. But tonight for the podcast, it's 18. Maybe for our anniversary. Ooh. Like our anniversary? Or okay, well, you know. <laughs> we're six episodes in. Let's settle down. <laughs> Damn. Month and a half anniversary. Sure, why not? <laughs> Yeah, six episodes. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so part of the reason um, we wanted to kind of go with this wine is, you know, it's a it, tattoo girl. We think about tattoos. We think about symbols. And Nicole has recently uh, added a permanent tattoo symbol to her body. Listen, you don't have to call me out as a virgin here. No, That's, no, 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 I... no. <laughs> know you're not that all right so we're, we're, we're way past that but um tattoos um can commemorate life events cherished moments experiences throughout your life and um that's what this wine is all about and as i'm reading the label you know it, it, it's just unforgettable which as we know tattoos can be that for us in our lives and this cab is great i mean super smooth easy to drink um full of just a lot of different flavor uh makeup with the dark cherry blackberry vanilla espresso um those are some of the tasting notes super smooth yeah. i mean i you know what's we, we were talking about it before we started recording i had noticed because if anybody knows me listening to this i'm a label whore yeah. like that's that's okay yeah yeah I just, I, I, things catch my eye and I hadn't seen Tattoo Girl here at the Keep yet. And I know I would have noticed it. And um, between the cab, there was also a uh, red blend and a couple of whites. There, there's a few different notes here. And um, I, I noticed them this over this past weekend and I, I really had captured my interest. But I hadn't bought a, bought a bottle yet because I was hesitant and wanting to taste it. And lo and behold, I have the opportunity to. Um, I, I think that this probably from a, you know, decently mid price level cab really supersedes anything else that I've had here. Nice. Um, which says a lot because yeah. I've had Kinker and the like. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, I absolutely love this. Um, I think that you know, aside from the label being eye capturing and definitely, uh, you know, uh, applying to our aesthetic, it's just a really good, you know, cab wine to have. It's smooth. 
it has a little bit of sweetness, but it just, it, it goes down really well. And I, I like it a lot. Yeah. And keep an eye out for a picture of the label mm-hmm. on the Instagram and the Facebook page. Of course, we're going to show you guys the tattoo girl bottle. And... I mean, this is what I wish I looked like in real life. That's all I'm saying. I like mean, in my head, yeah. I'm like in my head, anytime I take a picture, this is what I look like. And then you see the picture before filters and you go, Ugh, you know what? <laughs> Dude, you're so hot. I don't even want to have this conversation right now. So let's I'm, not go there. I'm but just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. This is this 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 girl on the label is Angelina Jolie. Like let's just like let's just put it out there. It's just that that's what she is. On that same note, tattoo tattoogirlwine.com uh-huh. features a different tattooed girl every month. Do they? Or woman, I should say. Um, if you go check out their website, you'll see that each month they've got a featured wine taster who happens to be a, a female of uh, the tattooed. Uh, Maybe we can make that you next month. Maybe it could be me. Who I'm going to take a picture. We're going <laughs> to listen. All I'm saying is we're going to end this episode and I'm going to take that picture and I'm going to submit it and we're going to see and find out. Fuck around and find out. Fuck literally, <laughs> fuck around and find out. Well, that is a perfect, perfect segue into what we wanted to talk about tonight, which is, is the symbolism of tattoos, our own experiences with them, and uh, symbolism of some of paganism in general, and how that is uh, related to our witchcraft related to how people perceive witchcraft and paganism and and other forms of alternative um, lifestyle and, and practices, spiritual practices. So I thought that would be a good turning point. Yeah, you, um, I mean, anybody who knows you, you were way more seasoned in all things uh, tattoo related than I may be by any means. Um, but, uh, you, you definitely have those that are, are personally identifying. I think a lot of people have those tattoos that are personally identifying, but, um, you know, when we talk about any religious practice, um, witchcraft included, there's, you know, a lot of symbolism that is meaningful. Um, I know that you've got some on your body, um, that, that really kind of connect to you as well. Yeah. My very first tattoo ever mm-hmm. was a tramp stamp. Gotta love a tramp stamp. <laughs> okay, so we're talking like 2001. Prime here. prime trance stamp time. Just want to outline that. 20 years ago. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. But it, at the time, I was, um, I picked a fairy. And the uh-huh. reason why is because ever since I was a very young child, I always thought fairies were very intriguing, beautiful, magical. I knew that there was some connection there, like some spiritual, magical connection to me in the fairy world. And I was like, I think I might even be a fairy. Who knows? I mean, you're short enough, so that makes sense. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> oh, I'm a little fairy. Oh, look at me. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, I have a fairy. That's the number one. Now, all that said, I have like 20 plus tattoos on my body. So the fairy is just a single. But we talked earlier about, you know, you recently got a brand new tattoo is very, very much connected to your spiritual energy. But um, I think about five years ago, I embarked on my biggest piece, which is 
done by Stefan at Crawling Panther Tattoo mm -hmm. here in Ocala, Florida. So if you guys are out looking for someone of good rapport to be tattooed by, definitely ch recommend checking out Crawling Panther. But I have the a giant thigh piece red head centaur on my leg representing my sign of my Sagittarius astrological symbol. So we wanted to talk a little bit about symbols and how they relate to astrology. And a lot of you may not know this, but your astrological sign directly correlates to a constellation of stars in the sky. So I wanted to elaborate on that a little bit um, based on my tattoo being a centaur and a Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. There are actually seven of the 12 zodiac signs that are represented in an animal form in their constellation, which is uh, Sagittarius, as I mentioned, which is a centaur, half human, half horse. So that could definitely be... Um, a mixed interpretation of whether or not this is an animal, <laughs> but I do believe it's an animal with that half horse um, and, and also referred to as the archer. So my tattoo, she is this flaming redhead on the edge of a cliff, pulling back her bow and arrow about to shoot who knows what um, it, it, into the sky. So she's surrounded by stars and this beautiful skyscape. And uh, it's a very meaningful tattoo for me because I um, really connect with my uh, sun sign through mm -hmm. astrology. So that's what I wanted to talk a little bit about my own personal tattoo experience. And I know you recently got tattooed at Crawling Panther with the uh, triple moon symbol. I did. And you talking about yours, you know, what's ironic is, I mean, I've, I've, hung out with you. I've seen you so many times and I've seen that tattoo and I guess I never equated it to something that was a deeper meaning, especially from an astrological and even just a, a Wicca standpoint that we've discussed. And so when you talk about this flaming redhead shooting arrows at the sky, I, I totally envision just it's you with with <laughs> arms and four legs just shooting arrows at the sky. And I, I, I totally see it for you. So I, I love getting that context. Um, and it's and it's a gorgeous tattoo. I think for me, you know, I, I I knew that triple moon meant something significant to me. And when we talk about symbols, I could dive into like the numerology and the meaning of three for myself. And, uh, you know, probably another episode, we will do that. But I knew that triple moon meant something to me, even when I just saw it out of context without knowing it. And I think that that's a huge factor in what led me to really have identity related to Hecate and um, any associations with the triple moon goddess. Um, for anyone who's really not as familiar, Hecate is really this goddess of, um, you know, witchcraft and um, uh, just all kinds of crossroads, the moon in general. Um, you know, she, she's got a lot of that mother maiden crone attachment that you, you see throughout any kind of Wicca. Um, and so I, I knew that that was something that I was attracted to even before I knew I was attracted to it in totality. Um, and so I think that that was why it was so important to me 
to finally say, you know, in my head, I had this identity of I've, I've wanted tattoos for a long time. Um, I hadn't pulled the trigger for a number of reasons. One, I've been in the corporate world for a long time, yes. um, which unfortunately has its own uh, tie-ins and associations with symbolism, which we'll get into a little bit later. But on top of that, it's a cost, you know, right? To try to put art on your body. <laughs> yeah. But it's but it's so worth it when you finally do. So um, I myself also went to Crawling Panther, saw Dave. He was absolutely fantastic um, and, and really was able to, you know, get a piece that meant a lot to me. Um, you know, I think on the opposite arm here pretty soon, I'll probably be getting something that's related to my astrological alignment, which is Taurus and Venus and earth signs. Um, so when we talk about symbolism, I think, you know, a lot of people are pretty well associated with their astrological sign. Most people kind of know, okay, well, you know, from a real high level, I, I know that I'm, a Leo or Aquarius yeah. or whatever the case yep. is, but um, there, there's a lot more aligned with it. There, there's your planetary signs and what it means. There's your um, earth elements or just alchemical elements in general. Um, and so, you know, there, there's just so many elemental pieces and um, symbolism pieces that are associated with not only your your birth chart, but all of the things that you could possibly be interested in witchcraft. I, I think it's something that's beneficial for everyone to kind of have at least a basic understanding of and um, can really end up really deepening your practices yeah. and, and how you associate with them in daily life. Yeah, I wanted to take that time and opportunity to elaborate a little bit more about the astrological symbols related to their constellations and their symbolism and why they are what they are um, in a brief summary so i already mentioned that sagittarius constellation is depicted as a centaur half horse half man the archer um, but we also have uh like i said six other animal signs in the constellations the taurus of course which mm -hmm. is mabu nicole here the bull stubborn stubborn as hell <laughs> um aries our husbands share the ram as their shared animal there <clears throat> no surprise at all Cancers are crabs. Mm -hmm. Go figure. Leo, lion, that's pretty obvious. Scorpio is scorpion. Uh, the Capricorn, a.k.a. the goat, as you may see in the constellation. Mm -hmm. uh, Pisces, we've got the fishies. And uh, that's all the animals. Now we've got Gemini is represented as the twins. They've got two of the, the biggest, brightest stars in that constellation. Uh, Virgo, you're looking at them as perceived as an angel or otherwise represented as justice. Libra is holding the scales there for you. And then, of course, last but not least, Aquarius, which is the water bearer or cup bearer. So if you look at those constellations and you can kind of look at the shapes of them, you can understand where the original... Uh, astronomers and astrologists were coming up with their interpretations of the constellations and tracking them and understanding uh, their representation. So just wanted to give a little bit of a, a brief on some more constellation symbolism. You know, what's funny is I think we could dive into an entire episode just related to each symbol and, and it's attached oh, meaning. Yeah. Well, we're, I'm hoping we're going... we've got a hundred more episodes in front of us or we can no, do that. No kidding. I, I, I think that when we talk like high level symbolism, you're, you're talking about, you know, there there's alchemical relations, there's 
runic relations. A lot of people, you know, especially related to Wicca and witchcraft, and enjoy uh, uh, runic uh, tellings. And I, I will be honest, I'm not as versed in that subject matter, but I know it's definitely something that uh, people hold a lot of weight into and uh, definitely encouraged to explore it. I think that one for me that stands out is just the fact that there's a test of time with this. Um, you know, you look back to like Celtic and Nordic traditions, there's so much that carries over. Um, just I, I'm thinking specifically like with, with Celtic, you know, the Celtic knot has carried through so many different translations of neo-paganism to Druidism to, you know, all others that, it, it definitely holds a really deep meaning um, and it, it can identify your practice as something as more substantial and, and, and a visible reminder of what is your priority as you're going through through life, through your daily practices and et cetera. Yes, I love that. I love that. Um, that brings me into a little bit of discussion about some other symbolism that we brought up earlier, which is these definitions and differentiation amongst pentacles versus mm -hmm. pentagrams versus inverted pentagrams. And what does that mean? And a lot of um, in lay terms may, you know, you may interpret a pentagram or a pentacle as being something demonic or satanic. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's perpetuated in the media, in movies and in TV shows. And all the time you're, you're seeing, you know, these correlations between evil and, and a pentagram. And, and that's really not the case. That's, that's truly not the case. Mm -hmm. um, you know, these symbols relate to elements. So when you're thinking about witchcraft, paganism and Wicca and, and the pentacle, that's representing the spirit, air, earth, fire and water at each of those five points of your pentacle and it's wrapped in a circle for protection and so that is uh ultimately like one of the main symbols of witchcraft and, and paganism the pentagram is simply a star with no circle around it and it it represents it can it can be a a, a multitude of things but it, it's a mix of elements for some folks and other people just look at it as just a general symbol of, of guidance or you know a a, a you know, a star in the sky to see. Mm -hmm. Now, inverted, that's a different story. Um, I have no qualms against Satanism and and we can talk about that another day. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Satanism is, is ultimately about just like personal, you know, satisfaction and an inverted pentacle or pentagram with a star, top star pointing down can be an indication that someone is more involved in the Satanic aspects of their practice. So th those are the three main symbols that you'll see that yeah. can be misinterpreted. Well, I think it's no, to, to me, it's no different than someone saying, you know, and uh, a cross upwards is, you know, a lesser Christianity than an inverted cross, mm -hmm. you know, like it's there, 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 there's different symbolism that means different things. You invert it, you put it in different ways. Sure. It's going to mean different things. So, um, you know, to, to me, I, I think that as someone who had a little bit more Christianity in their background, I was even someone who had that misconception before really getting into the craft. Yeah. So it's, it's important to me and it's nice to see those conversations of people that are exploring, okay, what is the difference and, and what is the conversation and not to say that, you know, Satanism has any negative factors involved, but I want to know what the, 
what, what is the difference in that point? Yeah. Um, you know, and we could go on, but I, mm-hmm. I've worn my own pentacle, mm-hmm. which is my star with a circle. And it has a very small little, I think, turquoise jewel in, in the center. I, I'd have to look back at the stone, but that's a protective symbol for me. The mm-hmm. pentacle that 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 encompasses all the elements it's five point symbol it's wrapped in that um protective circle that to me is very similar to the christian cross of someone wearing that around their neck mm-hmm. so when you're thinking as a listener of what that means and what that symbolism means that's where we're going with this that yeah. are these symbols are not demonic they're not in in any way threatening against any other religions at all it's just our own you know personal spiritual connection to that protection and guidance of that pendant or charm or whatever it is that we may or or tattoo yeah or tattoo there you go i'm gonna have to put my tattoo uh as a picture on the story here so that Uh, people can understand so you guys want to see mine i think maybe i'll show mine we're gonna have to oh yeah we're gonna have to take a picture we'll have to document this in in a in a really pro way expose your thought yeah Uh, (laughs) (laughs) in a professional manner in a sure yeah yeah um no we'll we'll definitely put our pictures and i and i think you know to to capture some of the context around symbolism and some of the basics of what we see we'll definitely put some some posts up so that you guys can can understand some of the context of, of where we're coming from. I think it's just a matter of, um, you know, being able to visualize and see it to involve it in your practices. Um, you know, I, I just kind of going to normally where we wrap up with our tarot and, um, you know, what's important to, to us to kind of focus on on a weekly basis. Um, you know, we've talked about, uh, you know, what it means to make some decisions and, um, really kind of digest some of the content that's coming to us from the Lionsgate portal. Um, and so part of what I had pulled uh, earlier today um, was the Two of Swords. And um, what's funny to me, and uh, some people may or may not get this, but I have to tell this anecdote, is I, I pulled this a couple months ago at the shop when I did a tarot reading, and it was for um, our good friend Teddy. And, um, Teddy. He, and, and, uh, Teddy went into a rap about the two of swords, about how, <laughs> okay about how he had two swords in his hand at all times, just, just slaying through. Um, and, and as funny as that sounds, and it really was, it was very amusing. There, there's something to be said about kind of like slicing through the, uh, noise and making some decisions around, um, you know, weighing certain options and um, are you avoiding decision making? Um, and so I, I want to put that out there because I know it's not necessarily directly in context with our um, content points, but I want to make sure that everybody's kind of calling that out in their practices this week. And so with that I think the symbolism that you may be either seeing or gleaning from kind of the education points that we're talking about either in our social media or within the episode this week, kind of take that into context, see what it's speaking to you and is it leaning you one way or another in certain decision points that maybe you've been teetering on or uh, you know certain subject matters that you haven't been able to make a decision point on 
um, either out of, you know, fear or, uh, you know, just nervousness about repercussions, et cetera. Um, let it, let it really guide you. Um, I know that for me, I, I use certain symbolism that speaks to me to serve as kind of like these North stars to what does it mean to me that it's representative of to either guide me through either difficult circumstances or passion points that I am identifying in my life. Yeah. I always love when I pull a swords card Mm -hmm. because I am just reminded of the Wu-Tang Clan and the Shaolin Sword and um, Protect Neck. You are literally going to find anything to relate back to the Wu-Tang Clan. And... And I and I say this, is this news to our listeners, by the way. And I say this with it really is, but I and I and I say this with all love in my heart. I I love this about you, but you're you're gonna find a reason to bring it back to a Wu Tang Clan quote um, because it sticks with you and it's important and that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Well, and we'll have to dive in sometime later. Wu Tang mm-hmm. has an extreme spiritual practice and. Um, it's it's very inspirational, uh-huh. quite frankly, and um, and it, it does boil down to the sword. Can I can I put this challenge out there? Oh boy, we can do a Wu Tang episode when Old Dirty Bastard comes on with us. <laughs> we'll pull out the Ouija board, right? right, right we'll right. light some candles and have a seance and bring just ODB saying, back to us. I think that's better than trying to pay the the Big, royalty of anybody else. <laughs> Big let's, baby Jesus will come in and bless us with his uh, just, knowledge of the afterlife. <laughs> let's try it. That's all I'm saying. Let's just try it. Okay, I'm down. You know I'm down 100% to, to uh, summon the Wu-Tang Clan. Jesus. You know, putting between symbolism and tattoos, I think it identifies and and goes back to this Leo season of boldness and just like diving in and doing it. Yeah. I mean, be who you are. And a lot of my friends will tell me like, oh, well, you know, I'm not sure if I want to get that too, because I'm not sure if it's meaningful. I'm like, look, I'm 20 tattoos deep. They don't all have to mean something so deep. It can just be a matter of this experience. It's not that deep. It could be if you want it to be. I say <laughs> tap into your astrological sign and see where it takes you when you're looking for inspiration for your next tattoo. Yeah, and you oh, yeah. know, if 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 there's something meaningful to you, don't don't hesitate. Yeah. And Nicole's reminding me that this tattoo girl wine that we talked about at the beginning of the episode, part of their uh, notes on their website, for those of you who are planning on checking it out, you might see it and see some of the tattoo girls, which we definitely recommend. They're um, hot as shit. They're hot the as shit, of course. But their, their, their notes on this is ultimately express freely, act boldly, and celebrate fully. Love it. I mean, if that's not how we're living... What the hell is the point? What the hell is the point? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and which is why that's how we're living, how we're living right now. And mm-hmm. I'm going to, on that note, let Nicole take us out with our final thought. You are beautiful, magical, and have the power to manifest your reality. And that reality right now is some Tattoo Girl Cab. Cheers. Wine. <laughs> Wine.
Have a great week, everybody. Later, witches.